Welcome to Private Club Radio, your weekly source for industry education, news and discussion. Broadcasting from Tampa, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, here is your host, Gabriel Aloisi. Hey, top of the morning to you here on Private Club Radio. It's wonderful to be with you once again this week. I've got a very special guest, Bert McKay, who's the general manager at the Castle Rock Golf Club. And if you follow me on social media, you're sure to have seen a few of my shots or photos from Castle Rock. What a gorgeous setting for golf. Northern Ireland in general, just an amazing place. And I got lucky enough to play Castle Rock during their media day. Now, this was a very savvy move on the part of Bert because what he did was he put on this event at Castle Rock during Open Championship Week. I think that's really a spark of genius and something a lot of you clubs out there can do when you've got a tournament in town. Maybe it doesn't have to be the Open Championship, but if you've got some sort of PGA Tour event, what a great way to shed a little bit more spotlight on your club and take advantage of that. And that's exactly what Bert did. So he invited the international media. He had people from ESPN. He invited the Golf Channel. He had bloggers and influencers and all sorts of people related to golf. There were some really interesting folks. In fact, I got to play with a couple really interesting guys from the White Ball Club. I also played with a tour operator. And there were people like bloggers and even folks that worked on, on on websites about golf gambling and betting. And so it was a real cool mix of people. But like I said, I got really lucky because I got paired up with the two founders of the White Ball Club. And these guys were hilarious, as you are about to hear. So let me set this up for you real quick. I'm going to play a quick audio clip. So we're standing at the tee box. And off to our right is another ferry where another group is playing up the other side. And here's what they had to say. Do you want to wait until these guys on the other fairway move? No. Bill's guys are me. I play in Egypt. Okay, do you not like him? I don't know. Okay, aim for him, you won't hit him. <laughs> Head down. He's staring over the ball and he's about to take his shot. Oh, look at that. Yeah, it's a great shot. I mean, somebody just needs to move the earth 13 yards left. <laughs> a vicious duck hook. That's Could be soon. <laughs> It's exactly where I wanted to be. Now, I had just given him a vice golf ball to try. Desperately, it was a vice ball. I've never seen a ball fly like that before. I'm another one. I'll tell you, no. Have you ever heard of these vice balls? (laughs) They go a little bit off the heel. The next victim steps up to the tee box here. Screamer. Rewind. That's a a tightless ball, that. That one actually (laughs) went straight. Yeah. This is not the type of vice that Lord likes. I'm up next, and as you'll hear, I had trouble getting the tee into the ground. The ground is a little hard here in Ireland. You guys have, like, steel tees? Because I can't even get my tee in the ground. Yeah, I sometimes can't get it in either. <laughs> Spit on it. Bite a beer. <laughs> I'm using a plastic tee, and it's literally bending as I put it in. That's because your tee's broken. <laughs> here. Oi, hey. Here. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, no. Yeah. Not my first time. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a birthday cake candle. Yeah. Watch, you'll snap that now. So I could not do it, and so Lowell came over to help. All right, thank you. Yes. When you they, they do say the Irish hospitality is, is unmatched. Yeah, we're English. <laughs> Honorary Irish. I went left, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Lord. That's a great shot. The vice likes it over yeah, there. Yeah, I think those vice balls will... They just like it yeah. over there. Went well. Got the slicey vice. <laughs> I, hope you both, I hope you bought a box of 12. They're leaning further left than Bernie Sanders. Keep that... <laughs> Keep that tea, Gabe. 
So there's a little taste of the good-natured ribbing that happens in Ireland when you're playing golf. I mean, those guys were over the top, as you could probably hear. And what's also nice about Irish golfers that I noticed in Northern Ireland is that they're always giving you an excuse or letting you off the hook. So if you you know, maybe push your shot a little right and you land short of the green, they'll just tell you, oh, that was unlucky, unlucky. Or they'll give you some other way to feel a little bit better about yourself. (laughs) So I really enjoyed golf in Northern Ireland. By the way, it's a pretty cool concept. The whiteballclub.com is the website. And basically you can gain access to some of the most exclusive clubs around the world. Might be another good idea for your members. All right. So let's get back to Castle Rock and Burt. So Bert was kind enough after the end of the day to spend a few minutes with me to talk about the enormous changes that he's made at Castle Rock Golf Club. Castle Rock, if you don't know it, is a real hidden gem in my opinion. It's it's not one that gets a lot of international acclaim. And if you're looking at like the rankings of Northern Ireland golf clubs, you probably immediately think of Royal County Down and now, of course, Royal Port Rush after the Open. But Castle Rock is right up there on that list. It is a pretty stunning and spectacular track of its own, especially the view from the 17th hole. There are not many more stunning vistas that you'll ever come across on a golf course than the 17th at Castle Rock. As you look down on all the dunes and the bunkers and the rolling fairways all the way into the sea and you stand up there and you're, and you're just in paradise. (laughs) There's no other way to explain it. I have a video actually of me teeing off from the 17th hole that uh, that's gotten a lot of reactions on Twitter and LinkedIn and some of the other social media out there. And it's for good reason. That's one of the best views in all of Northern Ireland golf. And there's a lot of great views, let me tell you. So Bert is just a really, really interesting guy. He's a really nice guy. He's a gentleman. And I think you're going to enjoy this chat that I have with him. Now, as you'll hear, Bert is not from Northern Ireland originally. He is a Scotsman. In fact, he used to work over at Loch Lomond. And for those who don't know Loch Lomond, that's basically the Augusta of Scotland. It's a it's an extremely private club. And unlike many clubs in Scotland that are open to the public, there's, there's very little chance of anyone playing. It's kind of like trying to get on at Augusta. Um, but he was head golf professional and operations manager there for over five years and held numerous other positions at the club for six years prior to that. He's also had a little stint in Arizona, and so he's gotten a little taste of our side of the pond as well. But Bert is just an all-around nice guy. I think you're really going to enjoy this episode as you learn about a gentleman who takes a a community golf club, and that's what a lot of clubs are in Northern Ireland. They're not the the big giant gated front entrances we have here in the United States. These clubs are community clubs that sit just outside the downtown area on a coastal town. And Bert's done an amazing job of turning that community club into a little bit of an international destination. And I think you're going to enjoy this chat with Bert McKay. I am standing on the 18th green at Castle Rock with Mr. Bert McKay, the general manager here at the club. And Bert just put on a, a pretty fabulous day for us, uh, media and all surrounding the open activities happening here in the area. Tell us a little about the day. Perfect. No, it was a great day and the sun was shining and maybe the golf wasn't so good. But, you know, we had uh, media from like ESPN, Golf Channel, BBC, 
uh, sort of about 10 different tour operators, uh, along with some local media as well. So it was a lovely day. We had about 80 people playing golf and another 15, 20 uh, join us this evening. So a uh, lovely night. Yeah. So how did a Scotsman start managing a club here in Northern Ireland? <laughs> um, look, I was over at Loch Lomond for 16 years. Uh, the opportunity arose to come over to be general manager. Um, and background was always, was my background originally was food and beverage. And then it kind of fell into golf and became a golf pro. So um, it kind of was the next step in my career. Um, but look, I live in the village. It's, you know, 150 yards from the beach. Uh, so it, it was nice. With a young family, it's a great place to grow up. I bet. So... This Open is really special, not just for Port Rush, but really for the entire country of Northern Ireland. Why so? I think it's just really putting the North Coast on the map. I mean, people have heard of Port Rush. They've heard of Rock County Down because it's number one in the world. But you have so many other good golf courses. I mean, you have starting all the way down at Arglass, coming up into Rock County Down, Port Rush, Port Stewart, Castle Rock, and then ultimately you have Ballyliffin. So you have a great cluster of, of phenomenal links golf. Uh, and I think it's such easy access now from America that, you know, it really is just an easy trip to put together now. Yeah. So when folks are coming from North America and they want to check out the Emerald Isle, why should they put Castle Rock on their list? You just have a rugged traditional Lynx golf course. Um, you have some towering dunes, probably some of the biggest dunes on the North Coast. Um, you have, you know, just a great golf course in its own right. But I mean, as you say, you compile it with Port Stewart, Port Rush, Rock and you, you have a bucket list trip right there. Um you know, and, and there's more than golf, and I think that's that is certainly the message of the Open this week. That there's, you know, the golf courses speak for themselves and will stand any golf trip in the world. But you have some great scenery, you have great bars, restaurants, tourist attractions, Game of Thrones, Giants Causeway. You know, the whole package is there. Yeah, I think there's like something for everyone here, especially for a family. This is a great destination. But what what makes this a great club for you, Bert Castle Rock? You know, we've got 1,100 members, uh, a thriving junior section. Um, and a big membership, but the members are open their arms and welcome people in, which is the most important thing. You know, visitors were here today and we had members caddying, we had members on the first tee, we had members in the bar, and they all want to see the visitors. I mean, I think that, you know, what stands us apart from the other golf clubs, and they all do things fantastically well, is that we just, you know, our benchmark is the traditional Irish welcome. Mm. So from everybody, whether it's the, you know, the kitchen porter, the chef, whoever it is, the only message we ever want to send is that it's a family welcome. So, and hopefully that comes across. You've got some unique holes down here at Castle Rock. I mean, standing at the seven tee box is just a spectacular view. Might be one of the best views in all of golf, I would say. Uh, and I've been a lot of places. But what are some other holes that stand out for you? What makes this place special? I think some of the, you know, we have some very unique holes. I mean, I think probably the ninth par three, it's 210 yards, uh, plays into a bowl-shaped green, but epitomizes everything that is Lynx golf. It has the rugged terrain around the hole. Uh, you're playing into a well-protected little green. It really epitomises everything that is a Lynx golf. So I think that's a standout for me. And, and seven is another great hole where, again, you're playing out towards the ban, look, views of Donegal, and then up round to the left into the green. So, you know, we're very fortunate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you've overseen some big changes here in the last couple of years. Tell us about some of those, Bert. Yeah, we started about 18 months ago with Martin Hawtrey. Um, Martin came in it was going to be primarily just a bunker project and then he decided you know we'll try and stay true to the roots the problem is some of the bunkers were such badly positioned and poorly designed that we needed to then run the run in and run outs so all of a sudden instead of just doing the bunker we're doing like a five meter ring around the bunker to build the complex so in doing that we decided look let's bite the bullet we had a couple of weak holes on already so we have you know the second played today is a brand new hole uh, and the 15th, the par 5, 
again, is from basically from the tee all the way forward is a new hole. So we did uh, six holes with Martin. We did one in-house, so we're seven holes in. Uh, and the plans are there now just to, to, you know, ultimately roll out another few holes. Yeah. So always what, pushing the boat. Yeah. What what other plans do you have coming here to Castle Rock in the next few years? We're looking at a couple of holes. Uh, we're looking at probably the seventh, uh, changing the tee position, um, extending five. Um, we've got some new mow lines out there that we're testing out just now, trying to make five a little bit tighter. Five's a, a par five. It's relatively short, but the fact that it gets so narrow up there, people are laying further back, so it makes the second shot slightly longer. So there's the little things that we're testing out just now uh, just to see how the holes will play when we do lengthen or do the renovations. So, you know, like anywhere, you know, Port Rush has spent a lot of money on the on the Open. Port Stewart spent a lot of money. Bally Liffin. So we kind of need to be progressing. If you're standing still, you're going nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely true. Um, how are you going about getting buy-in from your members and from your staff about some of these improvements that you're making here? I think when they see the plans, they understand that you're going to have a better golf course. You're going to have offer better value for money. People that are coming here are going to be playing a better golf course, which is what they expect. You know, you're playing, you know, on a bucket list trip, you could be playing an open venue, a number one in the world course, and a golf course that's held Irish Open. You know, if you're playing a no offence a, a dog track, then regardless of what you charge, it's not, it's not going to be right. So we need to keep pushing the envelope um as far as the staff the staff buy into the idea you know we've been on a journey now for five years um that had no visitors or very little we've grown in excess of you know 180 percent in growth and and green fee revenue um but we all you know it needs to be a team buy-in we all need to jump on the same page and understand that you know we are a relatively cheap golf club for local members um but to balance the books, there needs to be some other revenues coming in. Yeah. So for other clubs out there, you know, in a, in a similar situation that are, you know, maybe looking to get a little boost from the international crowd, what would be some of your advice you give to some of those clubs? You know, I think that a lot of people in the golf industry, certainly in the past, have always seen their neighboring golf course as a threat. I think you need to, that mindset needs to change. You need to see that it's, you know, for me, having Port Rush on my doorstep is, is the biggest positive I have. Nobody's going to come and play Castle Rock in its own right, but paired with the other golf clubs we've mentioned, you know, that's a selling point. So I think working together very carefully and cleverly with those, I think, you know, we're very fortunate. We have a good relationship with Tourism Northern Ireland and a number of tour operators. So it makes it very easy for us. Yeah. Tourism Northern Ireland's just done an incredible job putting on this whole thing and really building it up for a couple of years. What, what's that been for your golf club to have a governing body like that that's really helped you? I think the forward thinking, that's, you know, ultimately that's where it comes down to. They are a forward thinking uh, governing body um, that you see the benefit of tourism. They understand what the, the tourist, especially the golf tourist brings to the, as an average spend. The, the, a golfer spends something like three times more on a, on a trip than a leisure visitor. So it's a very easy growth market for them. Um, and then, the, you know, the golf course and the north course are just getting recognised. So as soon as those rankings go up, it's an easy sell. You know, it's, I think the stat is something like 80% of all Lynx golf courses are in the UK and Ireland. Um, of Northern Ireland, we have an open venue, which nowhere in Ireland you can get. You have number one in the world, and you have, you know, we're sandwiched between two Irish open venues. So, you know, we're, we're up there with some of the greatest golf trips you can put together. That's right. Bert, any parting words you'd like to have for the audience and maybe a word of inspiration or something that's helped you throughout your career? You know what? I've never been scared to ask a question. And I think that, um, you know, I've always, I started and the first meeting I ever had was, was with Wilma 
at Portrush and I was never scared to ask her the question how she did it because you know 25 30 years ago Portrush did not have the visitors they have now um Michael Moss was at Port Stewart and I think getting to know the people and don't be scared to ask the question um I would be picking touring tourism in Northern Ireland's brains on a regular basis and nobody would hound them more than me <laughs> so uh, you know I, you know if you don't ask you don't get that's true. That's, that's a great <laughs> lesson in life in general. Bert, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks so much for hosting us Thank here you. at this wonderful club. And I can't wait to tell the story for folks out there. They have to see Castle Rock to believe it. Oh, that's great. Look, thanks very much, Gabe. Great Thank seeing you. you. So just a very special place that Castle Rock Golf Club is. I cannot wait until I get back there. And I highly recommend that you put Northern Ireland and especially Castle Rock on your list of golf destinations to take your members it is a stunning and lively and welcoming country, and you won't be disappointed. You'll be a hero, I promise. Before I leave you today, just want to remind you of our sponsor and partner here on the show, Member Text. Just a great way to communicate with your members. It's a lot more efficient than email, get a lot more done, and you can also communicate with your teams as well. Check it out at membertext.net and tell them I sent you. I'll catch you back here next week on Private Club Radio. And until then, here's to your membership success. Private Club Radio is brought to you by Concert Golf Partners, helping to preserve and enhance private golf and country clubs. Concert Golf has the capital expertise and private club hospitality experience to help upscale private clubs achieving long-term success and membership growth. For 25 years, Concert Golf has allowed private club members to focus on simply enjoying their club. Visit ConcertGolfPartners.com to learn more about the recapitalization process.